What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Welcome everybody to Para Presents. Um, this week we're doing the follow-up to last week's piece that I did with Mac from Portland. Um, I have David Pickerell, the CEO of Para, here, and I have Marco Novadasher, as many of you know him, here as well. Uh, both of them are familiar with last week's piece. Last week we had a lot of comments. I got a lot of emails on it, um, and a lot of people were really relating to Mac's story. And Mac's story is Nova's story, I think, I believe, from the same day, even, which is crazy. Because, like I said in that piece, between Nova and Mac, they have over 35,000 dashes. So Nova's at, like, just over 21, and, and Mac's at 13,000. And here we are with some, I don't know exactly, was yours just a fraudulent activity? Um, just as suspicious and unusual. So, <laughs> so okay, but yeah. so first of all, thank you, Nova, for for joining us, and thank you, David. Clearly, but um, did so just picking up where we left off. So, Nova, you were deactivated on DoorDash on what day? Uh, Tuesday morning. Do you, and do you know that because Mac didn't get an email? And I no, I mean, I, I I didn't get an email either. So that's that's one of the. Everybody says when you get deactivated, you got to get an email, right? But yeah. I checked my email, my spam, nothing. No yeah, email either. communication. So when was the time you dashed prior to Tuesday? Uh, Sunday. So Sunday. Well, it could have been Monday. But, but, I, but I checked it on like Monday night, like to see my schedule. Oh, okay. And I could okay. still do that. Okay. You know, so when I opened it up on Tuesday morning, around like 6.30 in the morning, it's when I got the problem. You've been deactivated due to uh, unusual, suspicious activity, you know. But so that okay, well now now you just even made the story even worse. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> now I have more questions. Like why were it's like, you know, why are you deactivated on a Tuesday if you haven't worked in 48 hours? I don't know. And why are and, and why are you and Mac and other people that I know and other people that I heard from who reached out to me after last week getting deactivated and fi only finding out through the app? Like there's no email. And, yeah. and I'm telling you, everybody I know getting deactivated does not get an email anymore. Mm -hmm. I thought it was so strange. But when I appealed it, I got an email saying they received my appeal. But I never got a, like an, an initial, oh, you've been well, deactivated. Well, so did Mac. And it says something yeah. about what, 72 hours? Or... Yeah, we, we might not get back to We might get back to you, but if we don't get back to you, that means like. Well, m mine didn't even have a time frame. It just kind of said we received it and. You know, oh, I thought Max, wait, Max might have. Max might have. Uh, I think he said that they said they had seventy-two hours to review. I don't know. Maybe I'm well, wrong. When, when, I, when I called them, one of the reps told me ninety-six hours, but I think he was just saying whatever to get yeah. me off the phone. You know, 
That's crazy, though. You think they give you some reason after twenty one thousand trips? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think it's just all automated, and to get a human to look at it, that's the hard part, you know. Yeah. That, that that that's what I think, at least. Have you ever met anyone who's done more trips than you? Uh, I've seen someone read it, but not personally. Not now that I've known. Yeah. So. So. All these people getting deactivated. I think that we know that. Look. Okay, we've gone through these numbers before. That 65% of, of gig workers work seven hours or less. And 85 work 14 hours or less. These are not the people who watch YouTube and comment on our videos and, and are working these. Even if, you're, even if you're only working 30 hours or you're working 80 a week, like a lot of gig workers we know, it doesn't matter. Those are the full-timers. And those are the people we're hearing from. So, like, is it happening to the to the rest of the seven hours or less? I'm starting to wonder if that's what it is. And David, you've can I mean this is probably a good time for me to to plug this before we get too far into this. But on August 4th is um is GigCon here in Denver. Um Pedro is putting that on. And then um, you can go to gigworkerconference.com and you can see that event. And then you can see the day after event that Para and I are putting on with Stephanie Vigil. And she is kind of helping us put it on too. We're all going to be getting as much live stream and press and whatever on this town hall as we can about the right to appeal deactivations and the right to be fully transparent up front. No more games. Um, the same thing that the driverrights.org what I always found crazy is basically the platforms say we cannot give you a reason for deactivation because if we give you a reason for deactivation, that would break what it means to be in your independent contractorship, which is just like the craziest thing I've heard. <laughs> like, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. So well, I think the craziest part was that at the bottom it said, like, you know, because of this, we, we keep your earnings. I think that's what it said, basically, more or less. But you know, because I had Dash to direct, so like as soon as, and I didn't have that much money anyways, but as soon as that happened, I just went in there and I just put it on my cash app, or get, get the money out of there as quickly as possible, just yeah. in case I won't be able to get on that later. Um, but I imagine if I had a bunch of money there somehow, you know, that that was, that, that to me was like, wow, like, and it says that, you know, per the agreement. So I'm sure we all said, okay, when, you know, when you have to agree to the terms, um, but that's crazy. Yeah, I, I got to say that like, uh, you remember Uber? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, I think that's his handle. I can't remember. Um, but he got deactivated, and he almost had. If I'm right, he it was like the last day. It was like a, the day before a payment. If you don't cash yeah. out, and so he had like an entire week's pay. Yeah, I think he had like seventeen hundred dollars. I think something pretty high. Right. So he was kind of do David. If you're not familiar, he was kind of doing. I remember, this, the case. I remember the case. So he, yeah. yeah, he was sitting at the. You know, there was a place closed, and he kept taking the orders because why not? It's hey, DoorDash, it's your policy. You're messing it up. I mean, I'm I'm not saying whether or not I'm for that, <laughs> but I mean, it's hey, their thing is if if it's closed, you get this. It's it's like a it's like a cancel fee or anything else. He's just playing by the rules, and they kept yeah. his money. Here's the thing, though. Um, Last, I don't know if it was last week on this or not, but I was talking to somebody. It might have been JP, um, but I was talking to somebody about, you know, hey, listen, here in Colorado, in most states, when you get terminated, you have to pay out that day. You're not allowed to keep the money at all. And they said, well, almost every state's like that. They said the problem is, is you're an independent contractor, so if you want your money, you got to sue them. Wow. 
I, I was kind of forgetting that part. Like, oh, right. Yeah, you're not going to get the employment perk of the law. I remember the part in Colorado, right, where they were trying to pass saying, hey, you should be able to appeal. And if you, you should also be able to know why you're being deactivated. Right? It's like, it doesn't have to be the exact detail, but give me a reason. Right? Just let me know what's going on. I think what was interesting is what DoorDash and other companies did is they basically got a bunch of advocacy groups to say, if a driver is told why they're deactivated, they might go harass the customer, they might go stalk the customer, they might go do something super bad. And I just thought that was always, and they're just like, and you risk the driver knowing, the deactivated driver knowing the details of the customer. And this made me laugh because I'm like, you know the address. You've already gone and delivered there, right? Exactly. You know, like telling you the reason, uh, that's just not a good reason, really. Yeah, and I mean, to be honest, I, I was trying to think about the reason, like, do you have to give them the reason for termination? And I was thinking about, like, okay, I, I've lately just been putting it instead of, like, in the, I used to use other different aspects, but now I'm just using general contractors lately for my analogies. So trying to think in that terms, like if you're a general contractor and you hired out a plumber and then you decided you didn't want to use that plumber, you can say, because he's an IC, you can just say, well, I don't feel like using you anymore, but I'm pretty sure the guy's going to demand an answer. <laughs> like he's going to be like, dude, why? What, what happened? I mean, there's a, I guess there's a difference I'm saying when you're dealing with a platform as to a person face to face, because a person face to face is going to tell you, you know, unless it's something that might risk them having to cover you for insurance reasons or whatever, yeah. you know, but I mean, again, it's, I, I feel like it's abuse of this independent contractor thing. But I think it I, goes back to exactly that is like, they're gaining the benefit of saying, Hey, as an IC, we don't have to tell you that we also are not going to tell you what the full pay of the trip is going to be. Right, the right. same plumber would also know the details on what they would be paid there, right? So I think it's that the same line that the platforms always tread, which is like you know, honor it when it makes sense for me, but not honor it when it doesn't make sense for me. Um, right. Other question though is there's what, what now? Like, are you sort of looking at other apps? Are you taking a breather? Like, uh, no, well, I mean, I think yeah. Nova has a full time gig too. For those that don't know, I mean, this is yeah. not he. I actually, when I say that, I'm wondering if mostly full-timers are are deactivated. I know Nova has a full-time gig, but I know that he also works probably, what, 30-plus hours of DoorDash? Yeah, yeah, that, that's fair I mean, so say. it's almost no, like I, you, got, you got two full-time gigs, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think when it happened, you know, I was just kind of like, oh, maybe it's a glitch, you know, but I had I started doing, uh, I don't know if you heard of the app, Viho. It's like a last-minute, like last-mile type. I've been doing that. You know, and it actually took, uh, I went to DC to f figure out my, my Uber account with, with Uber and we got that figured out. So I'm on Uber, I'm back on Uber now, you know, Grubhub. So I'm not really, I'm not really like, uh, you know, too worried about it. I'm just, it's more of an annoyance because I don't know why, you know what I mean? Um, but I mean, and part, and part of me should. also thinks, well, you know, I mean, it does bug me. Part of me also thinks it's like they're deactivating all these people. Then I see this new pilot program with the little rewards, you know, so is that coincidence at the same time. You know, so I don't know. I think part of me, I feel like they've gone, they've gone for a lot of older dashers. If that makes, I see people like, oh, I've been dashing three or four years, deactivated. I've been dashing, you know. So I think they're making room for newer people that didn't know. Like you know, when I started, it was six dollars. Don't know about the glory minimum. days. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because <laughs> like... when I started, it was six dollars flat. That was the minimum. What I saw was six dollars. 
I never yeah. it never crossed my mind. I'm gonna see 250, 225, and now that's that's the norm, you know, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I presented an option to Nova, and I, you know, David, I'm glad you're here this week because I'm actually very interested to hear what both of you guys think about this because David, you've you've been on the inside of fighting with DoorDash and Nova, you've dealt with the app enough. But I told I, I mean, if clearly they have a different way of thinking. But clearly, if they wanted to, they could make money by, and I, I believe that they need to have a static, not a, di- a dynamic pricing model on how they use processing and this. Like, dude, just come up with a percentage, even if it seems kind of like whatever, just work it out and say, this is the service fee, this is the processing fee, and don't inflate the menu items or do or whatever, but come up with some system that just this is this, and this is how much it costs. And then people are making their orders. They see and they get used to, even if they're not seeing the percentage, it is one, let's say. It's like, you know, 15 or 15%, 20%. And you get to the end and it says, okay, here's your order. Review it. Is this right? And then you pick the option on what delivery you would want. And now I'm saying, take all the base pay away. Because I feel like they're getting so low with the base pay, it's only to their advantage to give you a dollar or two. Like that doesn't even really benefit you, Nova. You're you're kind of like how I used to treat bartending. You're working straight up on tips. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're not counting. People aren't really counting on the. If people knew that behind the two dollar base pay was a good tip, they'd they'd take it. So really, you're right. just working for the tip. So why not just take away the base pay, and when they get to the final stage, they confirm their order. Now show them a flash screen of. Okay, now here's your order of, would you like it in 30 to 40 minutes? Would you like it in 20 to 30? Would you like it in under 20? And then pay people, make those offers accordingly and send them out to, even if then they wanted to use a top dasher type thing or something that they could relate to say, to get the best tips, you have to be in here. Then I can start to go, okay, that, okay. I mean, I don't love it, but it's a model that works and is as transparent as I could even ever see DoorDash being. Yeah, I mean, with my earnings, I think it was seventy-five percent tips, twenty-five base pay, if that. Maybe even, maybe, maybe even more. But tips, with a you know, descending, 80, but with a descending base oh, yeah. pay constantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. you've seen it go from six to two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, all those articles, right? There's a couple of these like viral articles and BuzzFeed, where you see. I think the you know it's in DoorDash's benefit to keep it opaque because then, you know, they can sort of. Uh, make the difference up somehow right but the part to me that was shocking if you rewind like a couple of months ago there's a buzzfeed article a bunch of people being like why should i tip my dasher i already paid doordash so much mm. money you know the food's 40 then i'm paying 65 you know dasher must be doing pretty good over here why should i tip them right and to me like to see there was like really actually quite you know strong backlash against the tip stuff but that really sort of opened my eyes right i was like i didn't realize how strongly a lot of people who order the food think that the dasher is making that difference. Oh, it's it's just like rideshare. And rideshare, we even had the ability to talk to them the whole way. They never knew that people. If if you didn't, t- if the driver didn't tell you, the passengers thought you were making a lot. Like especially in the airport runs and stuff where they were paying a lot, they're like, "Dude, you're making a lot of money, and I just want you to be quiet while I'm driving." Kind of thing. It's like <laughs> you had to just be quiet because they think you're making like ninety percent of that money. I mean, to me, I don't know. That's why I say a static number because, look, DoorDash is the king. And 
here's here's why I I also I mean clearly there's a lot of reasons why they might not do that even at a they might rather have, have the dollar base paid to say yes we pay our dashes but to be honest wouldn't all the legal battles and everything go away if they literally weren't taking any pay or giving any pay to the drivers but they also were letting the customers know on that last screen okay you've made your order you've this is how much it would be subtotal through DoorDash. Now select your delivery option. Your drivers are paid 100% based on tips. And then show them their options. I, I just don't, I, I don't get why something like that can't come about. Because, I, I mean, at, at some level, and this is where I guess, David, I'm looking for your input too, is, and Nova's ears as well, like, what, I mean, we all know in every state they're spending millions and millions and millions to fight legal battles that they would, if they could just end those, that redirects a whole funnel of money. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't know why, you know, even if it's not what I just said, why can't there be some version of a modified, hey, what ends the legal battles that lets us redivert that money back to the company? Yeah. On my end, I think it's sort of like two things. I think one, um, DoorDash grew really big by chasing all the growth and getting all the unprofitable trips they can. And this model allows them to take and fill unprofitable, right? Uh, on the flip side, I also think it's just the DNA of the company. I know that's sort of like a like a woo-woo sort of like soft thing to say, right? But I think, you know, that's just the way they've always done things. So it's hard to change the way you've done things, right? Uh, right. I always that sort of about uh, the Uber that I worked at, right? I was like, the, you know, the company, you know, even with Dara, and, you know, it takes a while. Dara's changed the DNA of the company, but that stuff takes a while, right? And I think the way that, you know, when I worked at Uber, the philosophy was always like, acquire drivers at any costs and do anything to keep the driver exclusively on your system, basically, right? That was basically sort of the DNA of the operations team there. And that meant, you know, make sure you take all the trips, make sure we set thresholds that were 10% higher on an individual level than you would ever be able to hit. Make sure that if you don't accept all the trips, we kick you off the platform, et cetera. And to me for DoorDash, I think that's just sort of in their DNA, right? As they used to actually skim the tip, now they hide the tip, but they've always considered that tip as like theirs to subsidize their, right? And I just don't think that really changes. Well, and so like when I was in Vegas, I, I told you, I believe that I, I used DoorDash, which I never do. I never do here at home. I don't know why in Vegas I was. I went out to a couple nice dinners. I think that we, during the two nice dinners, we probably spent all our money. And believe it or not, people, if you go out to a nice dinner in Vegas, it's very expensive. It's not all buffets and $2 <laughs> meals like you think. Um, but I, we ordered DoorDash. And at the end of the order, it did kind of a modified version of what I was talking about. It said, hey, would you rather have, instead of 50 minutes, would you rather have your order in, in 20 minutes? And I was like, yes. It's like, you want to pay $6 more. Okay. Where's that go? Because that doesn't go to the driver. Like, if Marco's my right. driver who already accepted the order, that's not going to him. Goes to DoorDash, I guess. But I've seen that. When, it, when I've seen people order, it'll say priority or something like that. Yeah, but it yeah. doesn't always it doesn't always happen though. I guess they gotta have a lot of dashes maybe online or something. But do you think I they're mean, adding that to your hidden tip? No, of course not. Or do you think that they're like what David was saying? You think they're sprinkling? I don't oh, even no, know if they're keeping it. Do you think they're, they're sprinkling they it among the other ones and showing you no, crap you know tips? 
because I've, I've paid for that expedited a couple times. It's mm. weird. It's somewhere between like one to seven dollars. Okay. I see. I, the one that I saw was like one dollar. So yeah. I never seen it as high as six. But That's here's fine. the way DoorDash uses it. We were going to stack this trip, and you were going to get it in forty minutes, and the driver was going to get a bad stacked trip. And now you're paying us for us because to be able to not make that delta on that stacked trip where we were going to screw other people was really the philosophy there. I think. Right. I mean, maybe they're using that money to like put the base pay towards that non a no tip order that's been sitting for a while. That's you know? what I'm saying. Are they yeah. are they sprinkling it a little bit? Like, okay, let's take that. Like, I know you guys said a dollar, but it was six in Vegas. That's what I pitched. Jeez. So it was like, you know, if and I and actually it might have been Uber Eats. To be honest, I think Uber does that as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was Uber Eats. It wasn't DoorDash, but same thing. Same th same theory. Like, where does that money go? I guarantee it doesn't go to that driver. Like, is it being sprinkled amongst other drivers? Maybe, but is that right? No, because I'm trying to tip my driver. Right. Um, and so, hey, it looks like Mac has just joined us while we're. I told him he was happy to join this week, so here we go. We got <laughs> Mac too, Mac. who was here last week. What's up, Mac? Hey. hey. <clears throat> so we've just been sitting here talking with Nova about his deactivation. It's still not fixed. Um, I know yours is not either. Right. Um, yeah. No. Is there any status update with yours? Nope. Not at all. Just like mine. R R radio silence from DoorDash. <laughs> yep. I did. Um, I haven't looked at it, at it, but I've been hearing from my son-in-law that uh, Reddit's blowing up right now with tons of deactivations. Yeah. So I, have, I just haven't looked at it yet, though. There's always been tons of deactivations, though. But, you're, I mean, you're, you're, obviously, this is something different. And we <laughs> talked about this last week. There's some. There's something going on. I started to think Reddit, this week, Reddit's going Reddit's going down too. So if Reddit's blowing up with the activations, and there's probably many more. <laughs> what do you mean Reddit's going down? Uh, that's a whole other thing. There's a whole I think they're taking up. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that uh, you know I wonder like Michelle Sleet. I wonder about her groups on Facebook. She must be seeing this too. She's got almost two hundred thousand dashers amongst the two groups. So I'm, I don't know. I just I was saying before Mac, and I think we talked about this a little bit last week. I'm just starting to think there's a little bit of politics involved too. I think that they don't want Nova was pointing out how he thinks that they're getting rid of the, and I could see this too, getting rid of the old schoolers who know about the who could talk about the glory days, as I said, of six dollars <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yep. You know, and they're just it's not even about full time part time. They're just like, hey man, did you make did you ever make six dollars? Okay, you need yeah. to go. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, right. Because we need these newbies to all like all think it's always been two. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, there's there's definitely there's definitely something. I mean, I challenged Checker on it as well. Checker just basically came back and they thought I was uh, referring because I was referencing the the Uber uh, report that came back. Okay, and I think you know their classic mix up. They're like, well, you know, we don't share that information with other companies and that type of stuff i'm like no you don't understand that information was correct for them and you sent incorrect information to doordash <laughs> right yeah so i mean like r really like you're sure i mean we don't even know no if yours was a checker issue what right no no i mean my checker came back good because i think about two weeks ago i saw like the email like oh we initiated your background requested by doordash or whatever um and then that, that came back fine you know took a couple of days so I, I don't think it's anything to do with that. 
and I haven't moved. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, I moved states and my license didn't transfer for whatever reason or something like that. I mean, I've been seeing that a lot on uh, like Reddit and Facebook and things like that. Um, but then before that, I did the uh, the face ID thing, you know, where they like ask you to scan your license and like right. do like the, the little selfie. Um, yeah. And I did that, and everything went fine. Th- everything went through. So I was hoping that that because that's also, also a lot of people saying, "Oh, mine failed," even though it's me, and this and that. So because you know the Lord app is kind of glitchy, so it's kind of scary. Well, is, there, is, is there literally no way to get to anybody at DoorDash? I my next step was actually I I did I had heard before that Tony Shu actually that you get a response from his email. I mean, I'm not going to believe that it's actually him answering the emails, but. I've been hearing a bunch of people say that they do get responses. That was going to be my next, actually, my next step was I'm going to detail this whole thing out and everything, send it to him and say, Hey, look, this is your last chance or anything. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go somewhere, somewhere that will, you know, this is going to get out. Yeah. I mean, I almost would say go as far as, you know, like the, when I take it to po- political things regarding some of the stuff going on in my state and whatnot, you know, almost like a registered letter to him, to your right. congressman to you know like okay and have it land on the same day at all of them right and say you know and, and just handwrite it or whatever you want to yeah, do and say hey everybody I mean, just so you know the governor's included the this right. is included my representatives included yeah this i mean i thought that this all started or stemmed from there was a couple of uh so a couple of orders that i was challenging i never got paid on and I've been working on trying to get paid for it. And I even have screenshots with this, the reps say that they were going to unassign me from it. Was, it was just basically a real simple order from Safeway. Their, their registers were down. They were only accepting uh, cash. So I couldn't do the order. And so, you know, obviously they're asking me if I want to pay out of pocket. No, I don't can pay out of pocket. And then, uh, then he said, well, we'll unassign you from this order and we'll give you full or half pay. Like it was a canceled order, but I've got the screenshot and everything saying they were going to give me half pay. I went through at least four different support reps so far and everything, and they refused to give me the money. And I thought it was because of that challenge, because it was, you know, just a few days prior to that. But then, I mean, I've mentioned that the last time we talked about this, that there was more things that, you know, well, the checker thing is actually what happened, but yeah. I mean, for me, I got a contract violation like the weekend right before this all happened. So maybe maybe it's this lady that lied about not getting her her vibrator from CVS, which you know <laughs> that's what happened. She says she didn't get it, and my, I think her thought her I think her thought process is I tipped him nine dollars, I canceled the order, so she gets a refund. I get my tip, but now I have a contract violation. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Even if even if that was what happened, I would like to know. You know. Right. Right. But I mean, both both of you guys are look at again. We already threw out their numbers. Between these two, you know, they're at like thirty five thousand deliveries. Most people can't even comprehend that. So, right? It's not, I mean, dashers that are watching this, you're probably like, "What?" If you're if you're not familiar with Nova or Mac, I'm gonna say, "Hold on, no, you did twenty one thousand, not as your full time." I'm like, "That is." Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I say I think he is full time too, because yeah. the last time we had Nova on, and so I need to mention this because. Part of the thing I was talking about with the payment option at the end, um, let the people pay the drivers. Like, we, t- I've talked to you, David, many times about data and how much it, does it cost them to keep sending through these orders. Last time we had Nova on, he said, I remember that day I asked you how many orders you thought you got, and you said about 200 or whatever it yeah. was that day. 
I said, how many did you think you took? And it was like 12 or 13. Like 11 or 12. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was like, what? And so I'm thinking to myself, dude, that is like, what? Like 5%, 5% of what they're sending you, you think is a good order or, or acceptable. So it's like, also a misconception. A lot of people are like, you're cherry picking. I'm really not. I'm just looking for the 650s, three mile exactly. order. It's just, there's just a lot of super low ball offers. And I just happen to be in the market that has a lot of a lot of a lot of those. You know? So if part well, of this so is data, though, here's my thing. If part of this is data, like, okay, well, look how much we have data we're sending him compared to all these new people who just want to be top dasher and they really are buying into our BS. Mm. If they're like, look at how much he denies or how many he's declining, why not just allow you a slider then on that same theory about <laughs> right. the page? Where you don't need to use another app, but just a slider on what you're looking. Look, I'm not taking anything less than this. No, no harm, no, no foul. You're a 21,000 delivery master of DoorDash. You know how to do this. They need the veterans around. Allow you a slider, and maybe you won't see as many offers. But I also know, Nova, you don't want to see all the orders. Well, save yeah. them for the hourlies then. <laughs> that's what I keep well, that's, saying. Save them for I'm the saying. people who want to do hourly work. And I, I, I honestly up. believe the hourly is a whole thing about just seeing how low you, everybody will, uh, it will take pay. I think yeah. that when they see people go to hourly, they're like, wow, it's not working for them. Let's see how low a pay they'll take. Yeah. Well, see, and a point I was going to make is that we've been around long enough. We've taken enough of the orders that we can look, I mean, we can see those orders pop up and everything in, in a split second now, decide whether or not it's a good order. Just, we've yeah. done enough of them. I mean, I know for, I mean, I mentioned on the last show, I, I was close enough to that 50% mark that I was like, okay, well maybe I should shoot for it. And so I started taking, I started being a little less picky on the orders that I was taking, but I knew every single one of them, every single one that I had a gut feeling it was going to be a bad order. It was a bad order. And it's because I know I've done it enough, you know? Yeah. 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 But again, the whole point of this is independent contractorship. Like why should they care if you're, I mean, I don't know if the data isn't a big deal. I always wondered if it was. And David, I guess that's what I was kind of asking you is I've asked you this before too, I know. And I always kind of forget your answer because, <laughs> but I, I can't, I see, I can't see how data doesn't cost money, how it doesn't cost money to shove these bad orders at these guys. It does, but I think it's like, you know, sending an order is probably a couple cents worth of cost. Right. So they're just like, if I can screw somebody on a couple dollars for, you know, two cents times sending it around 10 times, it's a good trade. Right. I guess I'm just thinking at this point, like if I'm if I'm the one of the accountants for DoorDash, I'd be telling them, why don't you save us that two cents? Mm. <laughs> like, you know, I've also seen a lot of like um, save us that even, two, that even in my deactivation video, a lot of people are like, oh, it's because your your acceptance rating is too low. I read somewhere it has to be fifty percent. I'm like, where did you read that? Like, it doesn't. <laughs> there, there, there are so many people that are like misinformed that are just that are that, that are new, and I feel like that that's what DoorDash wants. Just a lot of like new newer dashes that don't really know any better. Um, that even comes and, from support though. Support's actually yeah. told me a couple of times when they see the acceptance rating so low, they're like, well, the reason you're not getting any orders is because your acceptance of the rating is so low and everything. I'm like, no, that's not, I, I know better. Yeah. <laughs> I've probably been on it longer than you have. You know, when I call support, the one of the few times that I called, they were like, oh, you know, suspicious could be because you have too many deliveries. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> what? Like, uh, she told me that and then someone else well, didn't want to say anything. They were like, due, due, due to privacy, we can't tell you anything. Whose privacy? My oh, privacy? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm asking you, you know? So I, I think they're just saying whatever, you know, to, to get you off the phone. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. You know, that's maybe that's maybe that's a, a thing that Para needs to undertake, David, is 
like a reversed engineer checker that can go in and checker why you were deactivated. <laughs> you know, straight up. Hold, let's let's see. Let's I see saw, why Nova I got deactivated. Of, uh, doesn't legal rideshare or one of those have a will send a vaguely threatening email? Not, not anymore, and here, but here's why. And I need to, I need to go to bat for Bryant because it's Bryant Greening who is the founder yeah. and CEO of of Legal Rideshare. Um, but he was, he was doing. He first of all, he was going farther than that last summer. If you guys remember, I don't know, David, I'm sure you will. He was actually willing. He was giving a free consult on being deactivated to anybody that called. That got so overwhelming. He didn't know oh, what man. to do. Okay. So then he created what David's talking about, like a gen just a generalized letter that was kind of enough of a threat because it had a lawyer's heading on it. Hey, but you're not allowed to, you're not supposed to be going to a lawyer. The other problem was, is that he was finding that a lot of people were coming back to him after the letter and saying, now what, now what do I do? And he's just like, dude, I, I don't know. I didn't really, you know, I was kind of telling you, this is, this is where the road ends for me. <laughs> so I can help dude. you with a letter. And after that. Yeah. And, and at this point, it only seems like it's going to be either, you know, media type pressure or, or some sort of outside pressure because yeah, with the arbitration clause in there and everything, our hands are tied. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I think even he re realized, look, I'm trying. And I think, and I think his initial thought was enough of these might be like, Oh crap. You made, they're getting serious. Because we have seen people suing DoorDash lately, too. That's a new thing, too. Even though you can't, they are. They're going through with it. Because yeah. if you hire a lawyer, you can do anything you want. Yeah. If, if you Whether get the lawyer get... to be on board. So even if they say, no, you clicked this agree box. I know that some of the people challenging are challenging kind of the whole like internet thing about the agreement boxes. Well, and they put what it they're in getting your down to. Well, a lot of times they were putting it in people's face and everything right before they, you know, either they were logging in or they just didn't have the time to look through it. And then it's like you either have to decide, OK, am I going to spend this amount of time right here to look through and, and comb through the DOS or am I going to get to work? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I, I've always thought, you know, like, um, I've, I mean, it, look, we, we used to say it wasn't allowed at all. And then one year out of nowhere on Rideshare it surprised me and they had these animated things about um, uh, the, the videos you have to watch about um, sexual conduct in, in Uber or, or Lyft. And they had these like cartoons or these animated like sections you had Lyft. to watch. I'm doing Lyft. I'm doing that for Lyft. Yeah. Yeah. On both. So, I mean, like you had to, you had to watch these and they were like a minute each and you had to watch like six, six of them. And just like answer one or two questions that were extreme. You could have answered them without watching it, but you couldn't get to them without watching. Them. So, yes, you know, so you were doing these. Why can't DoorDash just put in on a TOS update like 30 seconds of bullet points on here's what was added? Right. You know, just, they don't, yeah, nice. that, that would be logical. Yeah. You know, the reason that we did this up because, you know, you know how it is. Like if you go to if you go to like the app store right now and you go to Para. You know, sometimes like if there's a new version, it'll put right there why there's a new version. This was updated. This this bug was fixed. So why can't they just do that? Why can't they just put what the well, why there could, is the need but... for the TOS? <laughs> yeah. I know, but I think they're gonna. I think you're gonna start seeing because look, they're getting into a legal battle in every state. This is no longer just a few states and very left states and stuff looking at this. They're getting into legal battles in every single state in this country right now. Yeah, what's crazy to me is I think you know the the tough part with the 
hey, can we do reverse checker and why you're deactivated? What I've learned with these processes, it's about finding the one person who actually wants to go above and beyond or is willing to help. And the reason I say that, because when I've worked at Uber, customer support was a mess, right? So you had a customer support team in the Philippines, you had a customer support team in India, you had a customer support team in the US, my team, and every now and then there'd be so many customer support tickets that everybody at the company would have to hop in. So you would just get somebody random. So what would happen was somebody would write back on a ticket. I would hop in. I would read what the last five people said, and I would send one of the canned auto response. Like we literally had the keyboard shortcuts, which is, you know, if someone's complaining about this, command D2. If someone's complaining about that, command D4. If someone's complaining about this. Or you could also search. You could type slash, you know, deactivation and just send a canned response or slash this. And there was just no responsibility for actually fixing the problem. Your only responsibility is to have responded in some sort of a way, basically. And I think Get out of the queue. Yeah. But you see, DoorDash isn't even doing that. Like I have got, I've got no email correspondence from DoorDash saying, "Hey, you were deactivated or something." They're yeah, going yeah, the next yeah. step of just ignoring you, ghosting you, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, Mac, didn't you have something on? Didn't we talk about something with hours though? Or like how many hours they were going to get back to you or how many hours they had. Maybe there was, was an actual, yeah, there was an actual, um, it, it was the checker, actually the response from the checker okay. report. So checker came back with that, that information. And then two days later, there was a follow-up by DoorDash saying, we have this information from checker. Um, please review it. You know, we're considering taking action on it type of thing. And so in that letter, it said, you have 10 days to dispute this. Uh, or to, you know, you have 10 days to give us your information or, or, you know, I can't remember how it was worked, but that's the, the 10 day. And then it was the, that was on a Friday and I got deactivated on Monday. So there wasn't, you know, it wasn't even three days that I had time. So that's why Nova, like, I, I think it's odd, even though you think it, I mean, like you said, you had your contract violation mm-hmm. a week before you said you had a checker a couple weeks before. And I'm just curious because I know right now checker is backlogged i know it's taking forever for the stupidest things like the normal mm-hmm. checker backgrounds that i swear like i did it when i onboarded to ship and this was a long time ago i just remember it being the weirdest thing ever because i had a response come back in three minutes that i was cleared for checker background check i mean when i signed up for doordash i swear i was in the bathroom maybe five minutes tops the whole process didn't take that long well you know? mac i think I, mac I, I, is I, I, pointing I, I, out they didn't before. used to check no i'm yeah. signed up when i at like the same time right and then i've literally had one come back in minutes one come back in days and one come back in weeks and the answer is it depends on how much that company is paying checker so checker has different packages they're like we can make it (laughs) medium we can make it slow we're still selling and the ironies are like we run the check every time even though it's the same information right i remember having this at one of the platforms was like checker's still Pulling your info, I'm like checker got me my info in two minutes, two and a half weeks ago. Like, what are you are you talking about? Right, right, right. Well, and so, but here's the thing with Max, which I think is weird, and maybe something. And I, I know I heard, I think I heard Novus you saying like, "Hey, I didn't move." This is one of the things on Reddit that if you've moved, that's you know that could be a reason why you're being deactivated or something. But with Max, checker. He gets checker background checked for the other apps too. And it's, and he lived in Idaho and now he's been in Portland for three or four years. And it's like the Portland piece was missing on this last mm. checker background yep. check. They, they were like, you know, well, where are the last four years? He's like, what are you talking about? Like, I mean, he's got an Oregon license. Right. Well, how, I mean, how are you missing the Oregon information? Right. <laughs> 
And it's, yeah, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's obvious I've been in Oregon for three years and yeah, it's <laughs> so, I mean, is, is Checker have. sending DoorDash bad info? Is I mean, how did it? How did I guess that's? I mean, David, you might. Um, I, I know you don't. Well, work here's Checker, and but. here's a, here's an interesting thing about that process too is that when I when I find that right after I got off the show with you last time, I started looking in it, into it more, and the Checker information for the DoorDash, I was able to go in there and actually update it, so I could go into Checker and actually update the door what you know what they're what they were seeing. And I gave them my driver's, you know, the updated driver's license information, all that stuff. And then it went through the process of running that check again with the correct information. And it came back as valid and clear. But I shouldn't have had to do that because the previous year they ran that Uber. The Uber ran a background and it came back with both my Portland information and the Idaho information. Exactly. So I know, I know Checker had that information. That's one of the confusing part for me is why didn't they supply that to DoorDash then? And only they only supplied the Idaho information. So I don't know if DoorDash just, it was a DoorDash thing where DoorDash only requested Idaho and that's what Checker gave them. Or well, if see, but there what, was something in Checker's process that they didn't how, have. How it like, it even, sounds like DoorDash is just asking for the original info. Like they're not saying, give me the most up-to-date. Let me run the same info you like, have and you signed up years ago, which is so dumb. Sure, but then that would have then why why now? Why only? Why three years after I left yeah. Idaho? Because the previous three years they didn't run any background checks on me, so that's like what triggered them doing a background mm-hmm. check all of a sudden. And now that you mentioned that, yeah, they haven't. They didn't run. I think after the original one, they ran one more, uh, and that was it. So in like yeah. three years, they haven't run a background check. On right. Me. Yeah. So this uh, is it, why you need to have the right to appeal or have them to actually take a second look because it's just the same thing as like y'all's technical problem or Checker's technical problem. Now Mac and Nova have to bear the brunt of your problem, right? right? That's really what's not, it's just not right. right? Because that's, because that's what I'm saying, David, is like, you're talking about how you can expedite kind of a checker background check. And obviously you can expedite everything in life by throwing more money at it. (laughs) Just throw money at things and you can get it quicker. So, okay. They've got different levels of getting the information, but the information that you're getting doesn't, shouldn't change. It's not like the lower tiers, like, well, good luck. We don't really guarantee <laughs> this one and it could be all wrong. You're still getting the same packet of information. So like where, you know, why don't, if they have max Portland license, which they do, they've got a picture of it in the DoorDash app have for years. Right. How are they like, you know, where have you been for three years? You're supposed to be in Idaho. What do you mean? Dude? Gonna... <laughs> right? You have a copy of my license. Yeah. Well, um, and I had to also switch over to an Oregon-based insurance policy as well. So I couldn't do I couldn't do anything until I switched that over. They never asked me for insurance when I signed up. They didn't even ask me what kind of car I had. Uh, it was just <laughs> you know, just right. hey, are, you, are you a human? Can you are you can you pass a background <laughs> check? All right, get online. You know, like it was very, very basic. Uh, but that was a couple years ago, so I'm sure things. Well, I might have been confusing that with Grubhub because I think it might have been Grubhub that I couldn't actually do an, an actual transfer to the Portland area until I had the correct information to show them that I was I transferred mm-hmm. the Oregon insurance policy because so Grubhub did have talk- a little bit more stringent check. So we we touched on that last week. Maybe maybe somebody has some thoughts on that this week. Is that look? Did DoorDash literally years ago just onboard everybody? And not even That's, I, didn't, check. I didn't have it. Yeah, I didn't I know. Is, is that why they have Probably. the full market share? Is that why they have 
five times and four million drivers in this country. Right. <laughs> because they said, hey, we don't do any, we don't even check. Come on in. Doors open. You're just delivering food. We don't care what you do. While <laughs> Uber's sitting there going, well, we're still running background checks through Checker on these Uber Eats people because that's what we're used to with the app. Is that how yeah. DoorDash gamed the system? And now are they going, wait a minute. And, for, and and this is the part I don't know. What Where is the logic in this? Because I don't just think these, there's just too many happening that sound like these stories. It sounds like it's the, not happenstance. Right, the winner in all this is Checker. Right, just what it's making their money for <laughs> right. sure. Yeah. I mean, but, even on Facebook, I've seen people are like, Well, when I signed up, it was fine, and now they're going further back or whatever was on there. Now it's an issue when it wasn't an issue when they first onboarded, you know. So I feel like they're picking and choosing, Well, let me deactivate this person, that person, even though when we needed them, it was cool, but now, now it's not cool anymore, yeah. you know. So it's insane. why doesn't Checker just do a like every six months? You, we, I'd do this. I pay them 50 bucks. They run a background check on me and it's my stamp. And I get like some kind of digital number that I can give any so, company that they just plug it right so, in. So that's what we, uh, that's actually something that I've been working on here at Para is uh, when you get a background check, right? Uh, you're supposed to get a copy from Checker, right? So when DoorDash runs, well, it you on, can ask for one with everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you're supposed, you're technically supposed to be sent one, right? Okay. And then basically all these other companies, I'm not sure if you know, basically a checker, background check, DoorDash, Uber, I mean, they get a book discount, but it costs somewhere between 30 to 50 bucks for them to get a checker, background check. And if you think about a gig worker working on multiple platforms, checkers selling the same thing, $50 times five times. Basically, <laughs> we've built this new system where it sounds a little crazy, but it's like, hey, can you forward to Para a copy of your background check that DoorDash gave you or Uber gave you? We'll attach that to your profile. And if somebody wants to, you know, recruit you or use your profile or, you know, if you unlock access to a new app, uh, they can pay you to use your background check because it's cheaper, basically. So that's okay. actually playing or around. Or even with, if they yeah. don't pay you, still a yeah. better move because you're good. You're good. You've already passed. Yeah, but I, the way I view, like the company's saving money, so you should get right. Like you know, you know, if if they would pay thirty bucks for the background check, why can't you get five, right? Yeah, or yeah, I mean, yeah. but is five dollars really going to matter to to me? If I'm a worker, I'm just happy to have a background check that's going to for sure pass with these people. Yeah, yeah, like because this. technically, technically, it's your background check, right? right? Uh, and so, part of me, there should be no reason why it's like this. But do you guys remember back in the like it wasn't even too long ago? So I'm not talking about back in the olden days or anything. <laughs> remember when like your credit would be checked? And they called that a ping. And the more pings you had, the worse it looked yeah. on your credit. Nowadays, they yeah. say it doesn't really matter as much. But the more pings you got, every time somebody pays <laughs> for a check or background check, they can't. I have a feeling they have, but they're not supposed to use old ones. They're supposed to rerun a new check. Is there anything there maybe that the more you have run? I mean, in Nova's case, it wouldn't make any sense because he's not on enough. Well, I guess you are. No, but look, the thing you said about expediting, when I went to the Uber office in D.C., they expedited the checker, like, right there. Because I think Uber takes a couple of days, but maybe because I was in person, it was a lot faster, you know? But oh, it's all the dollars, because I've, I've played around with signing up for checker or some of the other background check providers just yeah. out of interest. And, like, you're just, just like, hey, pay 50 bucks instead of 30 bucks, and we'll do it right now. But, like... When the one from DoorDash came in, the email said, oh, it was initiated and this day to be completed, 
three days from now or whatever, you know, but when the initial one took not even five minutes, you know, but that was back in the day. So what's crazy. I remember hearing some of these background check providers actually have a service for some of these platforms now, which is like continual checking. So it will check your background check like every week or every month, basically. So I I gotta ask. If if you had if you had to guess if you just had or if you had to give your best guess on like Nova why were you deactivated even though you're sitting here like going I dude I don't know that's why we're sitting here talking I mean the only thing I can think of is maybe that customer like I said maybe she called or something I don't know Uh, other than that you know my 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 conspiracy side comes up and thinks. Hey, they're going to push out these new rewards program. They want to get rid of all the old dashers. Or maybe they have people that check YouTube accounts. I don't know. I really don't know. That was the whole reason why I went with Mac instead of my real name. I mean, (laughs) getting into all the YouTube and all the – I've never shown any personal info of mine of another person. (laughs) If I'm recording – I wanted to make it a little bit tougher for them to track me down. (laughs) So I don't know. I got to get to you. You're like it's conspiracy theory or vibration. Yeah, exactly. I'm more more about the conspiracy theory. I just don't know what it is. But I I just I wonder how many people got deactivated because the amount of comments that I've seen in my videos, it happened to me, it happened to me, it happened to me. Oh, some people are like, oh, same thing happened to the video we put up on Para last week. Like it's it's gotta be it's gotta be in the hundreds of thousands, I think. And see, I and Steve, you you touched on it last time um, about it being automated something you know an automated type of a trigger because the the trajectory that i was headed there's there's just no way i mean a a company any company and everything seeing what i went through in the last month even they'd be like there's no way we want to get rid of this person because i mean you know the acceptance rating i got that up there and so and then you know i mean well my metrics match what novas is and everything i you know as far as the 499 and the 13,600 deliveries it's just why? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, I think and to the those that don't is... know, both these guys have 4.99s. They both have multi. I mean, and then I was priority on shop and delivers, which I mean, that totally blew me away when I get orders clear across our our, our area that mm-hmm. that nobody, you know, because I was supposedly priority. So I, I, and then I, I, st- I still got the email from DoorDash uh, saying, "Oh, you 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 didn't meet the requirements for uh, shop uh, shop and deliver dash anytime now." I'm like, dude, I can't even get on. Right. I'm getting all these promotional emails, um, yeah. which is which is so dumb. But I think, that, like I said earlier, the hardest thing is to talk to a human, talk to somebody yeah. there. Like it's it's like it's like almost impossible, you know. Yeah. Um, and they used to have a physical office in DC, but they don't have one anymore. Or I would have yeah, been there. Same, same out here. So, and then Mac, why? I mean, if you just had to guess, and I already we talked last week, but why do you think you were deactivated? I mean, if you well, just, I, I mean, know it's, the, there's a couple things going on. Yeah, here. the technical aspect of it was because of the background check. I mean, that's. I think, I I think that there's something in in whatever whatever mass thing that they did to, to to initiate this has been probably tripped up in that background check because that the ten day that I lost. I mean, because I didn't have ten days to dispute it. So something else in there, I think, got caught and actually caused the deactivation, and it was just exacerbated by the act or maybe um confirmed maybe from the the or the background check coming back so then i have to follow up with this question i mean this is kind of the last question i have and then uh 
and I'd even I'd like to hear everybody's David your take on this too is that look now what because again on August 5th here in Denver Saturday uh Para and myself um we're going to be putting on an event with Stephanie V Hill um whose legislation got shut down here in Colorado and it had no dollar attached to it it just was transparency and right to appeal deactivations and the own, her own party dumped on her before it hit the floor. So, I mean, there's just, there's major corruption going on, but now what? I mean, are you going to fight the fight, Nova? Are you going to like, are you going to keep pushing this and fight it? And Mac? Are yeah, you- I mean, that's, I think that's the oh, idea yeah. for sure. I think, I, unless I got an email saying, hey, you got deactivated because the lady said with her vibrator or whatever, then I, at least that's a reason, right? But the fact they haven't given me a reason, it's what's kind of pissing me off. Um, because I don't know why, and I and I can I can appeal now and get the email saying we received your appeal, but there's no initial email saying you were deactivated because of this. Yeah, no, nope, there's no nothing else, no follow up. So what are so I guess I'm saying what are you gonna what are you doing right now about it, or what are you gonna do tomorrow? Are you just well, waiting I, to see if they come to their senses, or or do you have who, a next play? Who was that to? Either of you the guys. Question. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. Like I said I'm gonna. I'll fight it. I'll go as far as, I mean, I, whatever I need to do. And I'm, I'm already, like I said, the, the next step was for me to, to compose that letter or anything and I'm, that I'll send a, off to Tony at doordash.com. And then um, I'll CC and send it to some of the, the labor departments and the, even I mean, gosh, the attorney general. I, I think so. this is, this is akin to, I mean, I've been wrongfully terminated basically. I mean, not necessarily on an employment type of a scenario, but somebody's culpable somewhere. So you guys, information... you have to stay away from that word. You can't use the word terminated because you're not yeah. an employee. Right. So you can't, well, you can't just, be terminated. Culpable then. <laughs> That's why they use deactivated. Right. Mm. Right. Which is terminated. Right. But see, it's a false. <laughs> I mean, they deactivated me on false information that has basically, this is, this has interrupted my life right now, big time. I mean, I did get the, you know, I got our biggest rent bill out of the way, but now we've everything else backing up and stuff. And I've got to try to replace this income. We just, and it's, you know, it's partly my fault for just living day to day. And literally we, I had it set up to where I knew which bills I had to basically get out and run my butt off for. And I can't do that now. Yeah. I mean, I, if I were you, Mac, like, and if, if there's anything that David or I can do too, like, I mean, tell us, cause I mean, I'm going to let Stephanie know about these stories too. Um, I'm going to, you know, I know David's in touch with her too. And as we approach this event, she's been really psyched because we're putting this together and we've got a lot of people very interested in this. And because of the gig con that's going to be here, we're lucky we'll get a lot of that crossover too, but alone on this event, we're gonna have a lot of people who are gonna weigh in on this. You know, we got Denver right. Post coming, we got Nine News, we got people. Um, Stephanie's in the house. Uh, the she's a house member for the for Colorado and a gig worker. Um, and we need to give her ammo for her next fight because she didn't have a right. dollar attached like most states. And let her know about this because this can't keep happening though. Like if this is like a purge of the classic drivers or the OGs. That, that can't be okay. That right. just can't be, even under an independent contractor status, that cannot be okay. Right. No. I mean, that's what it feels like. I mean, and maybe they probably thought, hey, you know what? No one's going to do it for this long. They're going to do it for a little bit, quit, you know. And then you have us who have been doing it for a while. They have good stats. And they're like, yeah, we can't find a reason. Let's just, let's just say that this is right. shady and be shady about it. 
But it's yeah. funny because they're telling me I'm shady, but they're not telling me what I did. So that's shady of, the, of for them to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think short of like, you know, going on TV or, or finding some type of media, it's almost like our, our hands are tied, you know? Yeah. yeah. Definitely need that voice. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So I don't know, David, what we've talked to Stephanie before. What What is your take? If this was, if you're in either one of their positions, what, what's your next steps? I want, or what would you be doing? Would you just go screw this, forget no, DoorDash? Or would you go, no way, dude. This is because you and I fight enough that I, I think you'd fight. But I mean, one, make sure you can, you know, do what you can to put food on the table and make your money physically. Or I put that first, obviously. That's always the right. Most but two of these for mine is like let's arm stephanie with these stories let's try to get some attention here and i think you know whenever i think you know i said he said this right at the beginning of sort of the podcast right uh a lot of people don't understand what it's like to be a gig driver don't understand how gig drivers are paid don't understand how it's all cut out and i do think like when i've told people in the past like you can be deactivated and not given a reason people just don't really believe that or they're like wait it can't be when i get when i've hey, you can't use an app to multi-app. People are like, wait, what do you mean you can't do that? When you say, hey, you don't actually know what the tip is, people go, wait, that's not the case. To me, it really is, is like, just the person ordering doesn't know any of this. So I think it is, what can we do to get these stories out there? Because it is pretty simple, right? When when people hear this, like, yo, that's not cool. That's not fair, right? And the problem is, you know, people don't even know that. Right. You know, Torsten's battle is always look, we need to educate the drivers. We need to educate the drivers. And I agree with that, but I, I'm start, I'm starting to see it's actually opposite. We need to educate the customers because the customers are the ones who are, compl- they're in control of these apps. These apps aren't in control. They're in control of the apps. DoorDash right. shoppers could go to Uber Eats if Uber Eats did something different. And Steve knows I'm an optimist, but I'm like, I just feel like the average person believes in fairness and see a bunch yeah. of this there, but they just, they don't know. Right. Well, that's why right. even if like people don't want to fight for themselves or they're on Reddit and they're giving up, at least look, at least I don't know if if we if I don't know if there's a section that could be added for that, David, but on driverrights.org, maybe testimonials of your deactivation. Yeah. And I'm gonna do what I can on my end is like uh, I want to see if I can find some more of this stuff on Reddit. Like you no, know, but maybe we could send me something. I guess you know, we did have that New York Times article written away a while back. Maybe we could try to get something. To cover it again, basically, like you know, that really is to me. Is like, what can we do to just amplify voices, really? Right? Or to get maybe that maybe that writer would do a, a follow up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You've had contact I, with them. I think, you know, especially like, hey, you for you to call or reach out and say, "Listen, things have changed again." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the worse, <laughs> right? I mean, like that's a big story. They obviously yeah. it's a big story because they already covered it. And I think, especially if you can wrap in Stephanie and be like, "Look, they." They killed the initiative to do this, and then they came and did this, right? Uh, yeah. They killed even the right to vote on it on the floor. They took it away. They said, "No, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna vote on it because you had two Democrats on your side jump ship. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't have the support now, and they were pledging their support all the way up till the day it was going to be voted on. Yeah. So there's clearly political corruption, but there's political corruption with everything. I'm just. I mean, I don't know if you can get another article written from that person or a follow. I, I would think that's a big follow up. I mean, yeah. DoorDash is a big whether or not they you want to print it every day in the New York Times, probably not. But this is a big story right now. Yeah, you're killing people's way to earn that they've gotten used to for years. Yeah, 
it's almost like you know they never have they never have like the fact that some of us do this full time because they always talk about it's a part time thing it's you know side hustle it's you know just on your way home from work type of thing. But and they so know those of us who do it full time they don't like it. No, they they know it's just inconvenient, right? <laughs> Yeah. But without the full timers, if I don't know if it would run, you know, there's enough people. I don't know if it would run as nicely. You'd really start getting a lot more crap. They, they need full timers. It wouldn't work without full timers, no. right? Right. But they're looking for the specific type of full timers, those real pro company type people. You know. <laughs> well, yes, but if there were if us. there were no full timers, though, wouldn't it be surging so much and whatnot that all of a sudden you'd mm. have all kinds of new people come on and recreate it over and over again because it's. But even surging. like a month ago, like my to refer a new dasher, it was like eight hundred bucks. Now it was down to yeah, zero. I haven't seen you that know? In years. <laughs> no, so it's and like, that was the same thing here. Um, yeah. Marissa got referred by uh, Tony's wife, the driven mom, Lisa, mm -hmm. for $900. Remember, because I called you, Nova, and I was like, yeah. What's the current offer that you got? Because I heard you're 800 and you're like, and yeah. It was like it had gone down something. You're like, It's like five. Yeah. And I was like, so yeah, I, I feel like part nine. of me, part of me is like, Let's <laughs> onboard these new people because we're going to offload next month. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. And then for them, it doesn't skip a beat. So, so look, everybody. Um, this is not an ended story. Obviously, this is hopefully something we can revisit with Nova and Mac in like a month, maybe whatever, when there's when there's an update to be had, because I think there's a closure piece still yeah. to be had to this, even if it's not the, a good closure piece. But in the meantime, leave your comments and even please leave any ideas, any if you're watching this thinking like, dude, you guys think of this, please leave it. We're looking also, for ideas and we're we're trying to like arm the right people with the right info. Reddit thread stories like that would help me. I mean, I'm gonna have a little Reddit hole. Like, <laughs> that, good luck that, with that one. Good luck. Yeah, no, but I mean, seriously, anybody that has read a Reddit one that blew your mind, put it, put the link in the show. Yes, please, so that we can get to it and see it. Because look, we're all pressing this in a lot of different ways. I don't do barely any DoorDash. When I do, I'm just kind of seeing where the platform's at lately. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm against all of this kind of stuff across the board and it needs to end. We need, I mean, right. here, what, what, ha what was happening here in Colorado was the best legislation that is going on in this country. And it got shot down by its own party. You know, I just, I just thought about a theory on the whole, uh, they're not wanting to get any, like return anything to us. They're, that's a scare tactic for, I mean, look at how, how many new drivers and everything see are seeing all this mass deactivation type stuff. And then they're going to be like, oh, well, I better make sure I do everything to the way that they're supposed to do anything or I'm going to be deactivated. So there's there's probably a fear, fear element in that as well. Yeah, but it took us years to get away from acceptance rating and to get every state to realize or right. all these apps. Hey, you can't really enforce that, you know, and they're like, wait, what? Because they can't. They can't. No, but still, it's just, I mean, just... That, that that thought of uh, yeah. losing, losing yeah. your you know ability to, to work and everything is 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 a psychological issue. I guess the takeaway here today is while I wrap this up, first thank you Nova, thank you Mac, thank you David. Okay. But to be honest, my final thought here is that look, we've I think we've always all said this. It just had it's happening a lot more now, which is just look, you could be deactivated for no reason at all. You could be deactivated because person x who lives a mile from you and your background check got crossed or something and they're not <laughs> going to talk to you about it we all have the yeah. right to hear why 
if, if they're going to do this, we have the right to know why they did it. That's just, I, I don't care if you're an employee or not. That has to be a thing. You have well, the right. And, ex- and expeditiously too, not something that's going to take 90 days. Right. Because at that point they <laughs> figure you've just given up and you'll be right. like, who cares, you know, or whatever. You'll get so sick of it. But I, I, I know, I feel like we're in like one of the worst times of DoorDash ever. And I'm, I say that, I say that, you know, like not lightly, you guys, because I never thought it could get worse than it had been. And I constantly kept. Oh, I didn't either. I thought I was going to be able to ride out these things, these type of things. Right. And like, where will they, right. Where will they land? And I feel like they're still just on this downward tumble to just destroy everything in their path. I mean, from, I'm talking from customers to, to drivers, they don't care. It's like, dude, what business doesn't care about your customers? So, Bottom line is you can't get people on the phone. You can't get answers. You can't get emails replied to. You can't get anything done with these companies. If they deactivate you, you're deactivated. So my my hope is that you are keeping in touch with this live the this weekly thing that we do and stay updated because even if you can't attend, we will be we will be live streaming August 5th. And it's gonna be a big deal. We want every gig worker to weigh in. You know, we want you to, and we want you to watch. We want you to watch because we're going to bring a, we're going to bring about what's happening, like real information for you guys. Like how many, maybe even if we can get it to break it down per state, how many of you BRB and deactivate in percentage and compare it to years past and things that just kind of let drivers know what you're risking day by day, just turning the damn thing on. Yeah. And until we get that right to appeal a deactivation, we're sitting, I mean, you guys just have no, control over your life we we've always thought about do you have control on the app and i've always said yeah because you can turn it off but do you have control on this no you have nothing on this if they deactivate you you're just done so with that said i hope that we can uh if anybody's been deactivated leave it leave all comments comments give this a like whatever get it thumbs up because we want to get as much information as we can to make this fight happen I think that uh, yeah. that's the takeaway. And uh, I hope that Nova and Mac get reinstated here quickly. And even if they do, it still won't fix the situation. We're still going to take on this battle. So keep yeah. in mind, August 5th, you guys. And until next week, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Steve.